white painted faces, overdrawn smiles, bright red noses with orange or green curly wigs, frilly collars, large gloved hands and exceedingly long feet. Jumping out of really small cars, pieing people in the face, making balloon animals, squirting people with their water flowers. What is it about clowns that terrifies us so damn much? Whether it's the circus clown, the killer clown, or just any clown in general. Find out on this episode of What a Scream. Hello there and welcome to the podcast. This is What a Scream, where I and a special guest chat about a certain subgenre or topic that I've previously randomly chosen. Um, so as you could probably tell from the introduction, this week is all about clowns. Um, yeah, I know so many people that have a really bad fear of clowns. Coolrophobia. I would help if I could pronounce it right. Coolrophobia is the fear of clowns. And it's just, it's it's weird. Like what is, I need to get a psychologist beside me to tell me why do we find clowns so scary? Like, is it because they're overly exaggerated or the bright colors or is it the fact that we can't see their faces and they're acting a certain way when really they might be feeling another way it's all a little bit strange um so before i introduce this week's guest i am going to give you a little bit of a backstory on uh clowns and clowns in horror uh specifically in movies now i got a lot of this information there's a, an amazing video on youtube by In Praise of Shadows, and they go through the history of the horror clown. Um, so I got a lot of my info from there. So um, court jesters can be seen to date back as far as ancient Egypt. And then in the 1500s, we had the Harlequin figure. So they're pretty much this old, old thing. Like, where the hell did it come from? Who decided that being a clown was a great thing? You know, a great crack to be had, lads. Um, <laughs> And, but we didn't really see this trope of the scary clown until kind of the 1970s. Now, we did have the first real killer clown, which was the 1940s Joker from Batman. He um, was a serial killer, obviously. He was very dark in the 1940s. Um, it was kind of based on uh, The Man Who Laughed, which was a film that had a very creepy character um, whose face was kind of permanently in this weird smile teethy smile uh check out the photos they're terrifying um so yes the joker from batman it was very dark it was very violent um until the comics code that came out that kind of put a stop to that and it kind of made the joker a bit more of a, a gag kind of cartoonish figure um until the 1980s where we were introduced back to the serial killer joker um with the comics such as Death in a Family and Killing Joke. Um, he kind of returned as this very, very scary villain. Um, so back to the 1950s. Um, 
there was a film called Phantom of the Big Tent that introduced the idea of a killer clown, but unfortunately this film was lost. And all that's kind of left out there is um, a few internet articles about it and a film poster, so nobody really knows what happened to it or whether even it was a film in the first place. Nobody knows. Um, then The Twilight Zone introduced... Uh, a clown, a weird clown, creepy clown in five characters in search of an exit and it kind of introduced these very surrealist qualities that made it quite unnerving that kind of maybe that's why we're so fucking afraid of clowns is that they're, they are quite surreal and they're quite exaggerated and blah. <laughs> uh, then um, we're going to jump to the 70s uh, the 1976 there was a Canadian movie called The Clown Murders which was the first proper evil clown movie and it was about this group of people who were clowns that um, wanted to like blackmail their boss but they end up kidnapping his wife and it all goes horribly wrong um, so it's it's a weird film it's not great it contains real animal cruelty so I'd stay away from it if you're kind of not in well who would be into that but you know if you don't want to see that um, and then the, the kind of evil clown thing wasn't really a thing until um, the arrest of John Wayne Gacy, who I don't really want to go in like too much detail because I'm sure everyone knows about him, but he was a serial killer and he liked to dress as a clown for children's birthdays. Um, and we always see that picture of him in his grease paint and in like his clown outfit and it's all very, very creepy. And this kind of began a boom of evil clowns. Um... So, yeah, I don't know whether it's great to say that, like, John Wayne Gacy is to thank for the evil clown genre. It's kind of, um, So in the 80s, we saw, obviously, Poltergeist. It features a, a, a clown. Um, House on Sorority Row, which features a clown, uh, killer clown hiding in the attic in 1990, 1983. Um, in 1986, we see the uh, release of Slaughter High, um, which is a revenge film about these kids and they pick on this guy in school and then they end up killing him because you know that's what you do and then 10 years later they come back for a reunion because apparently none of them feel sorry about it and uh he is back and he um is wearing a clown mask so we see this kind of there's like three very uh clear kind of subjects when it comes to killer clowns it's like uh, killers in clown masks and then we've got an actual human clown and then we have a supernatural clown um so then it the novel was released in the 80s and this set the bar for killer clowns like this was it this is the turning point at which killer clowns really became a strong subgenre of horror um it had a, a 90s miniseries with Tim Curry as Pennywise and perhaps the best scary clown of all. I mean, the actual series is awful. Like, it's it's absolute crap. It's awful. But Tim Curry is brilliant. He steals the show and he will, for me, he will always be Pennywise. He is so creepy because, like, Pennywise is, an, you know, it's an alien figure from the book. It's an alien figure but he takes on this overly kind of uh, this oh i don't even know how to describe it it's like overt clown comic appearance and it's just oh it's just so creepy um and then obviously in 2017 we had the uh bill skarsgård version of pennywise with the it remake and while 
I kind of I appreciate the the two um it remakes because it stayed a lot truer to the novel than the uh, 1990s one did. I actually don't think Pennywise the Clown was all that scary in this. Um, yes, he looked great, don't get me wrong, Bill Skarsgård does an amazing, amazing job. But I just didn't find him scary. I didn't find him scary as Bill, uh, Bill, <laughs> Bill Curry, you know, Bill Curry, <laughs> Tim Curry's cousin. Um, I didn't find him as scary as Tim Curry. And I think that's because it was so fantastical that I just couldn't believe that this would be a scary clown killing people. Whereas you see Tim Curry and you're like, damn. Um, yeah, so, and apart from like the opening scene, I just didn't, it wasn't really that horror, horror kind of, I don't know. It was a bit, and as well, it's a bit too cgi for me. I'm not into CGI. Um, so yeah, that that's kind of it. That's it for it. Uh, <laughs> and then we had uh, 1987's Blood Harvest, which is a really weird fucking film. Um, watching In Praise of Shadows break it down. I was like, what is this? I No, absolutely not. Um, and we see this connection with uh, mental health and people having, in inverted commas, mental breakdowns and becoming a clown, uh, which is... Uh, a reoccurring theme in a lot of killer clown films, so it's kind of unusual as to why there is that connection. Um, so the same year, there was the release of Funland, which is another film about um, a guy who is an accountant for a theme park and he has a mental breakdown and he becomes a clown. Um, and then when he is uh, fired, he goes on a mass shooter spree. Um now, it's a terrible film. It's very homophobic. It's very racist. It's very uh, discriminatory against people with health or mental health problems. Very misogynistic. Just bad, 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 bad. I don't know how this film got made. It's awful. Um, so, I, I mean, if you want to watch the worst film possibly of all time, then I would watch Funland. Um, so then 1988 saw Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which is just chef's kiss. It's fantastic. There's a reason it's a cult classic. Um... And then 89, I saw the release of Clown House, which I'm not going to dwell on because it is by Victor Salvar, um, the gobshite that did Jeepers Creepers. And this was the film where he abused the, the child uh, actor. And he's a terrible piece of shit. And I don't understand why people are still working with him. But, you know, whatever. If just like, why would you bother working with him? Why would you bother watching his films? Like, absolutely not. Um, so then... 1991 we saw uh shakes the clown and funny man released which is a british killer clown haunted house uh that stars christopher lee and again we see this connection with mental health problems um and killer clowns like can someone explain that to me i don't get it i need someone to explain what is the connection here maybe it's like a disassociative identity kind of thing um i don't know Maybe, maybe I just don't get it. Um, so then in 1998, we saw Clown at Midnight, which is set in a theatre. And we've got this Pugliacci, the clown, um, kind of character going around killing these high school kids. And there's a lot of high school tropes. It's typical 90s slasher. Uh, story doesn't make sense. The characters are awful. The acting's awful. A lot of stereotypes. Um then we saw 2000s and it exploded with clowns. Like seriously, 
the 2000s were like the little clown car and there was all these clowns and clown horror films just clambering to get out. Um, so in 2011, we saw Sid Haig's depiction of Captain Spaulding in Rob Zombie's um, House of a Thousand Corpses and again in um, Devil's Rejects. Now, obviously, it's not really a clown film, but he is a clown and he plays it damn good and he's fucking creepy and he's fucking scary as hell. Um, and again, it's that thing where I think the reason I love Sid Haig's performance in this is because the reason clowns make you so uncomfortable is because they're acting a certain way, but underneath they're another person altogether. So, you know, they've got the happy clown paint on their face and they're all like, well, I'm a clown, blah, blah, blah. But underneath they're this horrible person. Like, we don't know. They could be serial killers. They could be fucking... Whoa, creepy old men and that's exactly why I think Sid Haig's character was just brilliant because it actually depicted why we find clowns so fucking scary um then in 2012 we had the Irish film Stitches which I think is one of the best horror comedies out there it's fucking brilliant if you haven't seen it you need to go see it um then we had Clown by Eli Roth about this guy that dons a clown suit after the clown for his kid's birthday party um, doesn't show up and he cannot take the clown suit off and he becomes a clown um, so it kind of merged body horror with clown horror um, and then we saw Rob Zombie again with clowns in his film 31 and then Terrifier so we had Art the Clown kind of join the 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 clown hall of fame um, it's quite a gory film and it suffers a lot from uh, misogyny and as in the video in Praise of Shadow said, when you have something like a slasher, for it to be kind of enjoyable, it needs to kind of, you know, they should be about rising up against uh, oppression and, you know, the final girl or the final character should always use their own skills to kind of defeat the evil and, you know, either escape or kill the evil. It should always be about beating your oppressor. But the female characters in Terrifier, they have no story. Um, they're always waiting to be saved by men. Um, they're just abused by art and they kind of overcome uh, the trauma and the oppressor. And they kind of have no autonomy. They're just running around screaming a lot. Um, so it will be interesting to see. I had Is, is there a Terrifier too? I, th I think there was talk of one or maybe there is one. I haven't watched it yet. If there is one, um, I do need to watch it and check that out. Um, so 2016, do you remember? There was all those scary clown sightings. And I actually watched uh, Wrinkles the Clown last night, which is a documentary on Amazon Prime. Um, and that it's terrible it's not even like scary it's not even scary for like the clown it's scary for these parents and how abusive they are towards their children like i would never scare my child like that if you cannot get your child to behave without resorting to damaging them psychologically then you should not be a parent i'm sorry no absolutely not um we also saw joaquin phoenix the Joker and again we have this connection with mental health and clowns um so the clown genre it's still it's still quite obscure 
which is kind of weird because it's like they haven't been utilized as much as possible. And that's really sad because like clowns are fucking scary. Why haven't they been utilized more? Um, so hopefully we can see a few more good clown horror films. Um, if you know of any really good clown horror films, please get in touch and let me know. Um, I do not like clowns. I have always been really scared of clowns ever since I was little. My parents used to take me to the circus and whenever the clowns come out, I'd fucking hide under the benches or in my dad's armpits. Um, I'm just not a fan. Not a fan at all. I really enjoy clown horror. Like, I love clown horror. But if I saw a fucking clown at a kid's birthday party or like at a circus, at an event, I'd fucking lose it. I'd not. I'd refuse. I'd refuse to open my eyes uh, <laughs> and they better not come anywhere fucking near me. <laughs> um, so this week's special guest is a fellow performer and producer. They are um, wonderful and they themselves are, well, they're a self-confessed clown. Uh, they do lovely clown makeup. They're actually one of the few, I see, I don't mind burlesque clowns or cabaret clowns. I'm like, yeah, okay, I can stand you. But if some fucking creepy guy is standing out there with his fucking creepy balloon animals and his fucking big feet, no, I'm gone. I'm out. I'm dead. Um, so yeah, sorry. Back to, <laughs> back to the special guest. My special guest is Mellow Hex. And this week we are chatting about two clown movies. It was very hard to choose from, but we are talking about 1988's Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And we are also talking about 2012's Irish movie Stitches. So I would like to introduce to the podcast Mellow Hex. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No, thank you so much for coming on. You look amazing. As I said, you know, when Elsie got to clown up, you know, on a Saturday afternoon and, you know, it was very appropriate for the episode. So I thought, of Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so for anyone who doesn't know who you are, would you like to give us a little bit of info about yourself yeah sure a wee wee intro yeah um, so yeah my name is Mel Hex and I'm a burlesque artist and clown I identify as clown generally I think when it even <laughs> comes to gender that makes more sense to me <laughs> um but yeah I'm a, I'm a theater maker burlesque artist and just all around clowning weirdo and um I did English literature in university so I think that kind of the literary aspect you know uh -huh. kind of goes in and out of my life so I do like research and I have a, a folklore podcast with my friend mm -hmm. that kind of thing it just finds its way into my life somehow so yeah, yeah but generally you know burlesquing and clowning is kind of my life right now <laughs> yeah um and are you a horror fan I mean I'm not as obviously I guess as many people you know if you're kind of in the kind of alternative communities sometimes yeah. it's more obvious who is um but no I'm I'm really into the creepy things <laughs> yeah <laughs> and what got you into horror in the first place like I can't pinpoint a horror movie I would have seen things my parents are Russian mm -hmm. and I used to walk in on them watching various Russian films or maybe American movies, but with, you know, Russian dub, yeah, um, things like that. But um, I think the most obvious one I remember, which I saw when I was way too young to see it was um, nothing very obviously gory, but it was Interview with the Vampire. Okay. Yeah. Which um, I've always been into, I guess, the kind of, I don't know, death lore and vampire yeah. lore and kind of that kind of I don't know graveyardy 
you know yeah I can't I don't know what else to say like lore yeah. about all that kind of stuff so I think seeing that was a firstly my sexual awakening yeah <laughs> <laughs> of course <laughs> right because it's all like about you know um male homoeroticism of course yeah. what else um will get you <laughs> <laughs> but um I think that's what I can pinpoint and I remember just walking out of my parents watching like Nightmare on Elm Street uh-huh. um and I think that's my first kind of scary figure was I think yeah. Freddy okay <laughs> <laughs> I grew up to appreciate him but as a kid I think he freaked me out <laughs> yeah I think he freaked everyone out because I remember being so scared of like how he looked and the fact that he had like knives as fingers but then as an adult when you re-watch Nightmare on Elm Street you're like yeah <laughs> it's not really that scary <laughs> oh it's great and I think it's a good character but I think yeah what makes him terrifying is that he is um a, a pedophile yeah <laughs> which is the scariest bit honestly yeah. you watch it when you're growing up and you're like oh damn okay yeah no yeah. that's the that's the scary part yeah and then you've got all these like kids halloween costumes that are like freddy costumes and you're like oh dear <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh dear <laughs> yeah, that was my my introduction i think and i i'm just yeah really into kind of i guess the the sexy vampires mostly <laughs> yeah I, um, yeah yeah I think Anne Rice was a lot of uh, people's sexual awakening as teenagers. <laughs> what did that tell us, you know, about us? <laughs> um, so you said that, you know, you've got, you're from Russia. Does Russia, like, I'm really ignorant of this. Does Russia have a big horror film kind of industry or? I don't know a lot about it. Like, my parents yeah. are Russian. I do speak Russian. Um, but I yes and no it's not something I see crop up a lot I think it's kind of mostly almost the way you would see kind of cult fandoms I think there's small patches of people that are very passionate about things but it doesn't like produce a lot of horror okay um unfortunately because I think there you know there is a potential to do some really interesting stuff there but I I can't even think of like there again the most famous kind of um almost sanitized kind of pop version of like there was this popular horror series and it was about vampires okay. uh, in the early 2000s I remember like my parents watching yeah. so I think vampires are very popular but there's nothing that that was really popular and major that has come out unfortunately yeah and that's a shame because I can imagine that Russia is very much you know like that kind of place in Europe where they have a lot of folklore and a lot of strong tradition and it's such a shame I love that's what I would have before I got introduced you know to like Greek mythology I've had you know Russian folklore and fairy tales and they're like fascinating and terrifying you know how original fairy tales are just so creepy yeah um and I grew up reading these really dark Russian fairy tales and the kind of the creatures in the folklore are really interesting that you can do so much with but yeah like I've never I feel like it's yet to be made or you know if someone who say is English speaking if they could like come along and incorporate like a really cool blockbuster or big major film featuring like Russian mythology that would be really cool because there are so many interesting figures that nobody knows about yeah it's so strange how that hasn't been kind of utilized but it's kind of I feel the kind of same about Irish mythology like it hasn't been I mean obviously we've got a lot of changeling kind of stories but all of the other ones it just hasn't been used and it's so terrifying like it's so scary but me and my friend started the podcast at the start of the pandemic focusing on like Irish folklore yeah. and Irish kind of paranormal stuff because mm-hmm. you know 
I, I think of paranormal things and folklore. I think Ireland, you yeah. know, whereas it's just become so kind of, I guess, yeah, Americanized again that you kind of forget we have so much here. Yeah, I feel like a lot of it is because it's been lost because obviously with folklore, it's mainly like word of mouth. And a lot of it's been lost, unfortunately, but it's it's due to like great things such as your podcast that is carrying on the kind of oral tradition of this folklore, but in another kind of media, in a more modern yeah. media. So I think that's great. <laughs> well, thank you. We do try. We're very happy about it. And, you know, we do we do really, really enjoy it. And it's nice to see. I guess obviously the audience is mostly yeah. American as well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people are like, wow, this is so fascinating. Ireland, yeah. you know. And there's just such a rich history. And I mean, obviously, yeah, I'm I'm kind of obviously from a mixed background, yeah. but I do count as Ireland as like my home. Course, I've been yeah. here for 20 years and I it is home. Yeah. So um, there is so, so much here that we just don't talk about, you know. Yeah, really. Um, so as people have probably guessed the the theme for this week is clowns um so you identify as a clown what got you into clowns another thing i guess that you're i've been trying to pinpoint the exact like thing for a good few yeah. years now but i think it kind of accumulates in yeah i've always been a creep i guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to collect you know like porcelain dolls that yeah. freak people out like when you're a child like a toddler my, my auntie had a huge collection of porcelain dolls and clowns. And I was just so fascinated. They were so beautiful to me. Um, my parents, I guess it's very strong in like Russian tradition uh -huh. um, to kind of, you know, teach your kids to appreciate theater and yeah. various uh, theatrical forms. So I would have been taken to the theater and the circus very, very young. Um, I've been called up by clowns in the circus at least twice that I remember and I was just to me that was just you know, one of the highlights of my life <laughs> um, and just yeah I, I don't even know and um, I think one of the key things there's I grew up on a lot of Soviet um, films uh -huh. which my, my parents would have grown up on and they're to this day some of my favorite things ever uh, Russian people stick very closely to like books if they're doing a yeah. translation so you get a very accurate and detailed kind of film I guess yeah uh, so there was a Russian film version of Pinocchio that I used to watch religiously and with these films you know they didn't cut out the kind of you know there's that puppet master yeah. with all his puppets that are based on the traditional Commedia dell'arte clown yeah. the Harlequin the Piero and that would have been one of my first introductions you get to meet the whole kind of band of clowns and in their full gear and their getup. Mm -hmm. and my favorite was the you know the traditional sad clown the piero yeah. he's portrayed by this very tiny like beautiful porcelain boy with like the full bob wig full makeup um the white and black costume and he serenades the columbine girl and everything yeah. in it and i just thought it was you know so melancholy and beautiful and i guess that just really latched onto my imagination yeah. you know and since then it's just they they follow me everywhere i i just love them i love them so much if clowns were following me i would just end it i'd be like no absolutely not i was the like opposite. freaked out by them i yes so i was the opposite to you so when we went to the circus or to the theater as a child and there would be a clown come out i'd be under the benches or i'd be like in my dad's armpit just like <laughs> freaking out absolute freak being like tell me when it's over tell me when it's over tell me when they're gone even like when we went to panto and there'd be like a clown figure i was gone i was out that door in the car park running home like no i'm just petrified of clowns but like i love 
horror clowns i love like clowns in horror movies i think they're great and i think they're really creepy but if i see a clown in real life like i'm all right with kind of cabaret burlesque clowns because like a lot of people i know are clowns and you know they do the cabaret and burlesque and i'm like i'm okay with that because i know who they are underneath the makeup i know that they are okay people yeah. yeah but these people you see at like kids parties i'm just like <laughs> I'm a little bit wary. I'm like, at least we have the two sides, you know, someone who's yeah. petrified and someone who's a bit too obsessed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and how well do you feel that the the world of burlesque and clowning kind of meld together? I think, you know, yeah, we're doing, there's a little like pocket mm -hmm. of us, I guess, that have taken this burlesque clown, right? Yeah. And because it fits so nicely into the cabaret yeah. world, you know, it's, I think they're like they're like siblings you know uh -huh. they it's it's also exaggerated the whole point like clowns were originally for adults where you yeah it's the same as burlesque you're making fun of adult life yeah how ridiculous it all is so that's why I think they're they're so perfectly matched for each other you know yeah um but I think we could do more I think you know even myself I want I've always wanted to train properly like as a clown yeah so if I can, you know, have someone teach me how to like juggle and I want to take like clowning master classes, I want to yeah. like really, really up that. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go to clown college. <laughs> um, and how do you feel about clowns in horror films as a clown? Uh -huh. I love like what we have been given. I think, you know, again, what we do have, or if you say clown, like how many people do you know that wouldn't think of Pennywise first? Yeah. You know, I think like the concepts that we do have are so strong yeah but I think um and I'm not the only one who thinks this but I think it's a it's a genre that definitely hasn't been explored properly or fully yeah. yet and I think we're still waiting on our best clown horror film yeah I completely 100% agree with you mm. um because you do say clown and people think of Pennywise but you're like what else is there you know Pennywise wasn't a clown it was uh, an ethereal being that took on the personification of a clown but we haven't had like an actual i mean we have had a lot of you know um horror films with clowns but not like they haven't been great <laughs> i agree it's, it's important but it's just facts isn't it like they're yeah. they're okay and then there is a vast majority that i have only recently come across that i never heard of unless there's a really good uh, video mm. essay that I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about yeah why, um there's a channel called Impraise of Shadows on yeah YouTube. yeah I watched that a yeah very very good video yeah. essay and the films in that video essay yeah. I've never heard them crop up yeah. ever you know yeah. and so it's just it's a shame because even if you go I've gone on deep google searches mm. and you just get your kind of basic like oh it stitches yeah. uh, killer clowns that kind of thing yeah. you have your few and that's like it <laughs> yeah you know um yeah why do you think that clowns are so scary because <laughs> it's hard for me because i don't find them scary yeah you're like i don't know why <laughs> why are you so scared of us <laughs> and it's like insulting you know honestly because when you love them so much you see so many like i under i don't understand the rage but i understand yeah. the rage you know um but you see so many people that are like, fuck these clowns, I hate them. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, ouch, ow. 
You know? I was. I actually watched. Um, have you seen the documentary on Amazon Prime called Wrinkles the Clown? Uh, yes. No. Okay, so I watched it last night, and there's a, a clip in that where so he gets like parents to ring him to like scare misbehaving children, which is horrible in the first place from the parents. Like, don't fucking psychologically fuck up your child. Um, <laughs> that's like the opposite of what you're meant to be doing as a parent. Um, but yeah, he gets people like ringing him and texting him, being like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you. I'm gonna torture you." Like they are horrible to him just because he's a clown and like i'm not i'm not that bad like i would never wish ill on someone i'm just a little bit wary of you <laughs> i just i just want to be <laughs> yeah what can i ask what like scares you then about them that that you don't know who it is i think that's it it's very much like you can't see their true face underneath it and i think when i was actually watching the in praise of shadows uh little like biddy video documentary about it and they were like you you see a clown act you know they've got overdrawn smiles and they're all like happy and blah 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 blah. and it's very exaggerated but they could be someone completely the opposite underneath it all and they could be like almost like sid haig's character um from a house of a thousand corpses or they could be like John Wayne Gacy, as we've seen. <laughs> as has literally happened. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I knew that was going to come up because yeah. there was no way you can, everybody says this, there's no yeah. way you can talk about clown horror and not talk yeah. about Gacy, unfortunately. Yeah. And I think like the more you look at it, I think that is kind of at the root of what happened to create the scary clown, yeah. right? Because I think that just obviously shook so many people yeah. and whenever there is such a massive true crime case like that like there's no way you can kind of return from that like he has really done a number on clowns unfortunately um but i think yeah i've i've i'm because i'm not scared of clowns i'm just so intrigued as to why i guess um but the the common thing i guess you know is that the phenomenon of the uncanny valley right yeah that it's something mostly human but not quite yeah (laughs) and your brain just kind of says no I don't like that yeah you know I think it's just that I think I mean generally I guess there's people who are actually just terrified of like the look I guess uh but there there is that I think the exaggerated features scare some and that it's human but not human like you know the the clown feet that are obviously really exaggerated exaggerated body parts I guess that freaks people out if it's like an elongated body part. It's yeah. a bit scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and actually, you know, the 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 phobia name, which isn't actually officially like recognized, like okay. chorophobia yeah. for clowns, it actually translates like literally from Latin as fear of limbs, actually, oh, okay. which sounds more scary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which is disgusting, I find. <laughs> so that kind of that kind of makes sense that it's like you know you'll have. I don't know, uh, like it happens in stitches, which we will yeah. talk about, where that there's like a, I don't know, a hand will bounce out or yeah. a long body parts extend or something. I get that yeah. being scary because it's it's not human. We don't yeah. we don't like something that's not human. It's not safe. Yeah, and I think I find clowns quite unpredictable. Like you don't know what they're gonna do. Like, are they gonna give you a balloon animal? Or are they gonna like shoot you in the face with some water out of a flower? Like, and I don't. I I'm just. I'm not good with. I'm a Taurus. I'm not good with unpredictability. <laughs> I like stability, and I like to know what people are gonna do. And I think that's another reason why I get quite like. <laughs> that just adds to the package of why I love clowns because they're just this. I don't know, kind of yeah, ethereal 
unpredictable ball of fun and chaos you know mm -hmm. and I get how that is terrifying to us because we want to like yeah we want to know where everything's coming from we want to know who everybody is yeah we need answers and clowns are like nope not gonna give that to you <laughs> <laughs> we have this kind of like actual human clown kind of figure a lot of the time in movies it's depicted kind of negatively as a mental health problem um how do you feel about that kind of connection I think another reason going back to like a real person like with Gacy that is probably because of our first like father of clowning yeah. is uh, Joseph Grimaldi mm -hmm. and he gave us the kind of modern idea of the clown that we kind of know today but he also gave us that the kind of um you know that famous kind of joke that people tell you I think it's a very like hard-hitting but very true joke where the, a person goes to the doctor and says uh, doctor like I'm really depressed like life just not worth living for me everything's really hard everything's really chaotic like what do you think I should do the doctor says oh I've got a cure for you like there's actually the famous um you know clown Grimaldi's in town like people are saying it's hilarious you should go it'll cheer you up and the man says doctor I am Grimaldi yeah like <laughs> that is yeah. me you know he gave us he was unfortunately um an alcoholic and he died very young because of that and mm -hmm. something yeah so cultural again has just like latched on into our kind of cultural psyche and that kind of idea of the sad clown mm -hmm. you know the clown has to make other people laugh uh like the idea of robin williams comes to mind that yeah. kind of idea and that person it's so hard to separate you know yeah. i find when there's just such a big figure like that and so it's tricky not um like not having not going for the kind of mental illness of it because i yeah. guess people are just so fascinated with the the duality of it i guess yeah you know but then also it's like it's overdone this is why we need better more interesting movies because you shouldn't be going to that like you know it's yeah. just kind of it's tired at this point i think it's interesting it can be yeah. done very well and the new joker film is excellent like an excellent brutal portrayal of mental health yeah um but excellently done but also you're like hmm can we have something that isn't just relying on oh it's just a mentally ill person who's also a clown great yeah you know? i think i'm kind of fed up with the whole you know every mentally ill person is a killer and then that goes hand in hand with like the clowning and it's just kind of it's a boring trope and it's just I could kind of see it in the way like all performers and all artists are like clowns in the way that we all put on a face and we all put on a an air of someone else you know we all have our performer alter egos you know on stage i'm miss dolly at home i'm ma'am <laughs> like you know that kind of way um so i kind of get that but yeah i really don't like the link between homicidal and mental illness yeah yeah because i mean that goes hand in hand with our you know the the uh being transgender goes mm. hand in hand with being mentally ill goes hand in hand with other oh, killer now i think it's the yeah. same kind of family of that trope where it's like this shouldn't be the reason why they became a, a homicidal maniac yeah. but you're kind of saying that it is like, yeah <laughs> you know, um it is it's just tired and there's so much you could do especially something as vast and as colorful as like clowning it's like yeah. there's such a rich history there and you're just gonna go for it oh it's a crazy angry person yeah you know? <laughs> oh. yeah you know. so let's get on to our films now i'm gonna let you go first and introduce our first film hi i'm just interrupting our little chat about clowns 
to tell you all about Hollow Hill Apparel. Now they are a small Irish business selling spooky t-shirts and socks and badges and all that monster merchandise. So check out hollowhillapparel.com and don't forget to use the code OGOLLY10 all in capitals to get a discount online. Now back to my chat with Mellow Hex about clowns. I'm bringing stitches to the table. (laughs) So the nice thing, I think I wanted to talk about this film for two reasons. One being that it is Irish. Mm -hmm. um, And the second is that I think it is one of the successful kind of clown horrors because specifically, um, and I think that video essay that we talked about by In Praise of Shadows talks about that as well, that it's actually one of the only films that uses the clown uh clown tropes and like clown what's the word paraphernalia yeah to actually create the horror and I really loved that about it you know um I'll I'll explain more I guess as we get on (laughs) but um Stitches is a 2012 Irish film directed by Conor McMahon and uh, he has only two other horror films so I mean if I said this to people as well not many people know this film Uh um, or McMahon's work unfortunately yet but um Stitches is uh, a horror film about a clown called Stitches <laughs> <laughs> and he's a sort of you know, how would you say you know the kind of laid back lazy <laughs> yeah. clown who doesn't really take his job seriously he seems like he's not really loving life at this point <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know and he's hired to do a children's party and unfortunately the children are really mean they're little assholes yeah and they they get him killed. It's an accident, but it's still pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> no fun to die at a kid's party. That's not great. No, absolutely not. And yeah, the, the clown comes back six years later to sort of enact his uh, vengeance on these little assholes. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> Rightfully so, though. <laughs> Am I not right? No, I would. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the way they are just terrible children. Um, so the clown is played by a British comedian Ross Noble and I just think he does such an amazing job as this clown it's excellent it's hilarious Mm. I am such a sucker for that kind of I'm such a like deadpan sarcastic person anyway so that kind of deadpan humor really just gets me I love it yeah (laughs) you know and it's it is funny like it's ridiculous it's a bit cheesy this film but it is also really fun (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's just like it actually made i watched it again there obviously coming up to this podcast and it actually made me laugh out loud a good few times and that's really hard for me to do like i don't really laugh at a lot of things uh, <laughs> but this is just so funny and the gags in it and the kills are just they're really gross and gory but they're hilarious at the same time i think so too i was i was screaming <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think it helped this is one of those you can watch with like a friend or friends yeah. It makes it far more enjoyable. Um, so I watched it uh, streaming it, you know, yeah. because that's all we can do right now with, it, yeah. with a friend. And I think that just added to it because she was horrified and screaming at the gore and I was just roaring laughing. I don't, yeah. <laughs> maybe that means I'm sick. But... <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny. And I mean, that is something I was just so impressed mm-hmm. that uh, like in this film, you know, for example, he'll like take off his nose and you see the kind of, uh, how do you describe it? like when you're you know you're decomposed so you have yeah, no nose like a hollow like, nose yeah yeah yeah. his cavity nose cavity yeah. 
um, and he takes off his clown nose and sort of lets it run down the stairs and it kind of moves, yeah. you know, independently sniffing out some like his next victim. Yeah. Like, that's brilliant. You know, a little sniffer nose. And um, he also, all his kills are then somehow related to the six years ago, how the children sort of made fun of him or tortured him, you know? So I was like, I like, I like when that ties in. I'm just a sucker for things tying in and lining up, you know? (laughs) So satisfying. Yeah. We see a lot of his kills are clown gags as well. And one of the ones that I absolutely adore is where he guts one of the victims and he uses his intestines as um, like a balloon animal, basically. And it's just, it's so inventive, like so inventive. <laughs> I'm like, this is what I'm here for. Thank you. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. brilliant. Everything. There's like, you know, the one of the kills is with a, an umbrella. Yeah. Uh, intestine gag and then he pumps him with a balloon paw oh, yeah. um, which is bizarre and uh, he makes a at some point he's scooping somebody's brains out and makes yeah. a little ice cream platter with brains yeah. it's beautiful I loved it and it, do, it does not hold back from the gore and that's something I really appreciate like, not that I would love love gore but I really I'm a big fan of special effects and makeup mm-hmm. artists so I'm just so excited whenever film actually uses special effects. Yeah, you know? same. So this was excellent. It's excellent for that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the the acting, apart from Ross Noble, it's not great. You know, it centers on a bunch of like Irish kids. And it's, as you said, it's a bit cheesy. It's a bit, you know, hammy. And it's kind of like this, <laughs> it's like American Pie mixed with a killer clown you know all these kids are trying to get laid and you know it's yeah, just basically yeah it's it's in a Ireland. bit cringy yeah it's a bit cringy at times but the main character is british which i found kind of weird there is that yeah i had this issue that the main character and the clown are british so you're thinking yeah. is this a protestant area is this what's <laughs> happening you know <laughs> is that just what it is it's a posh protestant school okay i'll yeah. go i'll i'll, I'll bite okay yeah can't relate but okay <laughs> but okay yeah yeah just, it is cheesy but i love yeah. it you know it is a really good one and they do something um quite interesting in it which actually you know the egg thing mm. they're like clown mythology it's yeah. very brief in the film but i find it like so beautiful almost yeah maybe just because i'm a clown freak <laughs> so is that you, so, yeah, yeah so there's like an underground party clown cult kind of like, yeah you know, one of the kids stumbles upon this when the clown dies and there's this literal clown church and he noticed these clowns kind of, they have painted faces onto eggshells and they kind of protect them in a little, uh, what do you call it, a little glass? Like a glass, yeah. The thing the beast keeps the rose in. Yeah. Just... <laughs> one of those. Yeah. Um, like a terrarium, but not a terrarium. Yeah, like a bell jar, um, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and you see these uh, comes in front of these little bell jars and these clowns clowns and this clown cult tell this child like a clown cannot rest um he'll never have peace until he if he doesn't finish a party which apparently is why he comes back <laughs> even though it's for revenge mostly you know yeah. but i just thought it was really nice and then there is actually a literal clown church in east london where there is a collection of these egg these clown eggs it's oh a real God. thing Oh my god. And they're beautiful. They're beautiful. It's called the Clowns Gallery in London. And there's a literal church. There's a video on YouTube of clowns. They're, you know, official working British clowns going for mass 
in this clown church, like honoring Grimaldi, the the father of British clowning. Wow. Can you imagine that? A bunch of clowns going to mass in wow. clown gear. Yeah. I mean, it's not far from the Catholic Church, but let's not get into <laughs> different kind of buffoonery there. You know? Yeah, um, I, uh... I quite liked in this film how they kept it quite, even though the main character is British, even though obviously Ross Noble's British, they kept it quite Irish. So for anyone that's not from Ireland in Ireland, if you're taking the piss out of someone, you say you're a clown and you're like, you're such a clown, stop being a clown. And I like the way it kind of kept very Irish uh, kind of euphemisms in this film. My favorite being when one of the kids calls the bully girl Yanaker bitch. Oh, I love that's that. my favorite I love line. That bit. <laughs> yeah, my favorite bitch. Yanaker bitch, you. It was beautiful, and you're like, thank you for this, for using the yeah. clown gags, and for that Irish euphemism. Love yeah. it. <laughs> thank you for not catering to like outside. <laughs> and it is like it is very Americanized. Like no yeah. secondary school has ever been like that. But I think that was just probably an attempt to sort of, you know, yeah. what's right, even out the audience, I guess, make it more Americanized. Yeah. Like high school. <laughs> um, so after Stitches has pretty much killed nearly everyone in the house, um, the main character and his love interest go up to the graveyard to try and smash his egg. And um, what did you think about his kill scene where Stitches gets? It's, it's, it's part of the whole thing. I love yeah. it. It was just... Yeah, I don't. I don't want to like. You don't want to give too many spoilers, right? <laughs> oh no, we give spoilers on this podcast. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I just no. Yeah, I think it just plays with the whole kind of vibe and theme of that kind of hammy, but hand in hand with perfect clown gags for every yeah. kind of murder. That yeah. Was, yeah, it was great. I was happy. It's it's <laughs> yeah. His his death scene is like a big clown gag, and the funny thing is, like, when when they squish his egg, he exudes yolk. And it was so surprising the first time I saw it. I did not expect, I thought he'd like crumbled to dust or something silly like that. But the fact that yolk starts coming out of every orifice and it actually made me feel a little bit nauseous. I was like, Whoa. <laughs> pretty vile, but yeah. also you're like, yeah, I, I that get makes it. sense. <laughs> their, you know, their essence or their, I guess to me was kind of hinted like obviously this actual clown egg thing is this form of like copyright you know yeah. every clown draws their kind of individual face on but in this kind of thing it's hinted and you kind of buy into the mythology yeah. that it's like their soul almost you know yeah so of course they crush the egg and he oozes yolk yeah as you do yeah. 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 <laughs> so what do you think makes this film so great when it comes to like clown movies it's the humor and it's yeah. it's the it is going again back to these clown gags it's done right yeah and so many films like surprisingly you would think you know even like the joker you know i think he's one of our most known obviously pop culture clowns right and he is yeah <laughs> um again though unfortunately like the comic joker is also you know like homicidal yeah that's great but um <laughs> But he's also really fun, like, you know, when when the when they had to censor the comics and he became yeah. that slapstick kind of madman. That is at least, you know, hand in hand with the clown gags. Like he's got his yeah. little flower squirty guns. He's slapping people with fish, you know. It's ridiculous, but that's what clowning is. That's a yeah. big part of it, you know. And again, so many films, you just, they just don't have any clown gags. They yeah. don't even have like clown props. They're just like a killer. 
<laughs> you know, dressed as a clown. Yeah, dressed as a clown, and you're like, yeah. I, you're you're really not giving me what I want here. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and you think it's ridiculous because you're you're gonna go make a clown film. I would, you know, have my my prop table laid out with all the most yeah. ridiculous things ever, but they just they don't even. So many films forget to even. I yeah, I can't even. I don't even know why because I want that answer. They forget yeah. to 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 remind you that this person is an actual clown. And I find I find it really funny to use that kind of dark humor. I yeah. guess it's that, you know, I enjoy twisting things that shouldn't be twisted into something dark being yeah. kind of dark and creepy. Yeah. You know? It's Absolutely. Funny. Yeah. So what do you recommend Stitches to horror movie fans? Heard of clowns, you will like this because, you know, he's not too scary. Yeah. You know? Um, it's not a scary, scary clown kind of film. It is more gore. So if you're into yeah. gore, you'll like it. If you're into clowns, you'll like it. If you hate clowns, you'll like it. And if you want to support an Irish film, you'll like it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, I think, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, yep. So let's move on to the second film, which is a bit of a cult classic. Um, you see kind of their images everywhere. And it's one of those films that you're like, I really should watch this. Um, so this is me saying you really need to watch this. Um, so this is a 1988 American sci-fi horror called Killer Clowns from Outer Space possibly one of the best titles for a horror film ever like they were spelled with a k yeah spelt with a k exactly yeah they were really not going for subtlety when they were uh naming this film <laughs> thank god they didn't yeah so it's written and directed by the chiodo brothers um and it was actually their only film that they wrote and direct but they are known for their practical effects and makeup um they did uh the stop motion animation in elf for anyone who's kind of you know new to movies or whatever they it, that's all them they've done loads of others they did like critters as well uh they did like Pee Wee herman film they've just they've done so much and they are so well known for their um special effects and the thing i love about this film is that it was such a low budget film and the only reason they could have all these mad sets and mad special effects was because of their own talent like they literally did everything it was such a diy film um so the whole storyline is we've got mike and debbie who are lovers up on what they call the top of the world or lovers lane and they see Some people that his name is tobacco. oh yeah mike tobacco yeah that part yeah yeah <laughs> um and they see uh what seems like a falling star or a comet so they go follow it and they find this circus tent and they think it's a normal circus tent so they go in and it's all twisted house of mirrors very surreal very like circus like magnified and then circus explosion yeah. yeah and then they come across what they find out is candy floss cocoons <laughs> and my Debbie, favorite thing i can't Debbie says the best line in all of it. She's like, we've got to get out of here because nobody stores cotton candy like this. <laughs> Clearly, that is the only reason to get out of a midnight circus that shows up by itself in the middle of a forest. Yeah. yeah. Although if I saw that much cotton candy hanging up, I'd be in there. Like I would be the first victim because I'd be like, ooh, <laughs> candy oh, floss, yeah. yum. <laughs> yeah, my favorite thing. Yeah. Um, and then when they peel back the cotton candy floss cocoons, they find a dead person. Um, and then they are set upon by these killer clowns from outer space. And the circus tent is actually their UFO. Yeah. And they wreak havoc on the town 
and it's up to them and their police friend to try and kill them <laughs> so 80s and it's so oh. beautiful <laughs> I mean, the Chiodo brothers were influenced by, there was a group of designers, hang on, I'm going to find their name. There was a group of designers from the 80s that kind of created that 80s look, you know, the geometric shapes and the bright colours. Uh, what were they called? The Memphis Group Design. So that typical 80s look, which is like massive geometric shapes, really bright colours. Someone's been on an acid trip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They really took their influence and you can see that on the set design when it comes to the circus tent and the UFO and the actual look of the clowns is just so blows your mind. I love them. I love them. Yeah. The best, you know, uh, clown design, I think. Yeah. You know? They're so um, like, they're so like, you know, if you see one of the clowns, you're like, that is from Killer Clowns. <laughs> very memorable they're again very 80s yeah super exaggerated but i i love them i love them yeah. so much i really i mean the acting's terrible in this don't get me wrong like there's one bit where one of the clowns is like messing up a pharmacy and the pharmacist is just sitting there like ah, ah, and it's terrible you know full well that if you saw a, like seven foot clown come into your shop you'd be out the back door <laughs> i would be out the back door i think you know because that's not right right or Not if he's seven feet <laughs> or there's this scene where these people are at a bus stop and the clown starts doing the puppet shadows and they're all like ah oh, that's so funny that's so funny i'd be like fuck no <laughs> yeah. i think that was an interesting part like it, it is very ridiculous yeah but it's like i heard people talk that it's part of the, the movie lore you have to kind of like get into the mind of this 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 is a town that apparently has nothing to fear from the circus ufos and giant clowns <laughs> to them like it's not a source of danger it's a source of like happiness and then the only person who seems to have a bit of cop on is debbie yeah she's the only so, one that's like we like, need what's to going on out. yeah yeah i don't like this this is bad news and everyone's like yeah yeah shadow puppets yeah. <laughs> yeah. um so as well as like stitches killer clowns is great because they use a lot of clown gags um so they have where when they're trying to find the kids again they've gone into the forest they use a balloon uh dog on a leash to go sniff them out and it's so funny and so ridiculous and then they've got the popcorn that turns into like yeah, clown babies <laughs> yeah yeah they're in this world it's um they they collect people that they kill yeah. and they turn them into the, the popcorn that they carry around like in a suit that's yeah. like the popcorn is like the first stage of these alien clown babies yeah as you yeah. do yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love that see used correctly like it's hilarious it's bizarre and i love it so much because what imagine if this movie had no like it was just all kind of aliens pew pew yeah it would just it would not be the same thing and it would be so ridiculous but in a bad way ridiculous in a, in a bad, terrible yeah. unwatchable way yeah. I mean, it definitely harks back to like the 1950s sci-fi's where it was like really ridiculous, but it kind of made sense. And that's, that's, I think one thing that I like about Killer Clowns from Out Space is it's so ridiculous. It almost makes sense. <laughs> the kind of world it is fine. I'll go along with this thing. It's brilliant. I love it. Yeah. I think they're funny. I think they're, yeah, the clown gags again, I'm repeating yeah. myself like a broken record, but it's just what makes it. It's yeah. what these clan movies are drastically missing and it's nice that both our films obviously 
specifically utilize that. Yeah. And that is something that I want to see better clown horror that actually uses the gags. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people, like a lot of people will watch Killer Clowns and think, oh, it's just a ridiculous fun movie. But there are two scenes in it that actually got to me a little bit. So there's one scene where there's a little girl in a fast food diner and there's the clown that's like beckoning her out. That gave me the creeps a little bit. Like in the middle of this very fun movie, there's that little section and you're like, oh, oh dear, no. <laughs> it goes back to that thing of like, it's the it's the children and it's the, yeah. if, if a clown, then thanks John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, really seriously ruined it for everyone. <laughs> if a clown then is this child friendly thing we have at children's parties that then yeah. has that weird like unsafe creepy vibe towards children I it's just yeah it yeah really, it's the clashing again of something that should be really safe for children that really isn't yeah I think that creepy. yeah that's what makes me feel quite uncomfortable about clowns as well that I'm like that's it's you know what also creeps me I think it's the same thing as dolls something that's meant to be perceived as like childlike and innocent but then it's turned on its head and it's like completely the opposite for some reason that really gets to me yeah, um, and the other scene that really got to me was, you know, where they're in the prison and one of the clowns is using uh, the uh, Sergeant Mooney as the ventriloquist dummy. That was really, like, it was, that was really creepy. Actually creepy. I think in that case, like, the acting is pretty terrible, but I think yeah. he actually does a good job. Like, the voice that comes out yeah. of him is really creepy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with his, like, little dead open eyes. And you're like, ooh. Yeah. I mean, small. it's... The film isn't that gory. That's probably the goriest uh, kind of bit of it. And it was just kind of like, I think because it's right in the middle and it just kind of like, it's not all happy kind of twisted sunshine. But all of a sudden there's this guy who's been like, you know, hand inside his head and his lips are moving because this giant clown has stuck his glove up, you know, goodness knows where. That's <laughs> yeah, a good question. Yeah. Um, so would you recommend uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space to people? Absolutely would. If anything, just like for the ridiculousness of it, you yeah. know, for the visuals, for the, <clears throat> sorry, for the, the 80s madness of it all. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not, you know, the, the story's not great. The actings aren't amazing. But if you take it for what it is, which is kind of a demonstration, demonstration of what the Chiodo brothers can actually do. And it's amazing. Out of the two films, which one would you pick over the other? Oh god. I would probably watch Killer Clowns. Like if you were at like you had to ask me, right, well, you know, you're having a on your birthday or something, we're yeah. gonna have a movie night, which one? I would go for that one probably just because yeah, it's more it's more fun. Yeah. And and mad. And I would probably want to do a themed party around that. Ooh. Because that's just the way I am. I'll just theme everything and yeah. it would be it's more fun to do, obviously, with like your little yeah. your balloon sniffer dogs and your your popcorn yeah. babies. Yeah, and candy floss cocoons and yeah. I love the candy floss cocoon. Yeah. I just love them so much. It's brilliant. I think that would be one clown party I'd actually go to. Would be a killer clowns one. Yeah. yeah. If it was just normal clowns, no, but a killer clown. <laughs> yeah. I think you know what's so weird? Like I really love killer clown movies. And I think that's because I know what they are and I can decipher them, you know, whereas when it's a normal clown, I'm like, I don't know who you are. 
So what do you think is the legacy for clown films? Like, how would you like to see, I mean, we've touched upon it a little bit, but how would you like to see clowns kind of carry on in horror? I think the essence of it is because I am like a clown, like I love, I love the history of it. It would be that, that to make some good clown horror where um, I guess it'd be equally valid for people who are really, truly horrified of clowns to make a yeah. good clown horror. But then I also want people like me who really love clowns to have a hand in making good clown horror. And I think people do need to utilize like the gags and the history. Yeah. I want to see someone who like really did their homework, I guess, mm -hmm. and to find a new kind of interesting level to that because otherwise they are just these very surface level, oh, scary clown running around killing yeah. people, you know, yeah. and it's just, it's just not interesting. Yeah, I mean, I know you've done like makeup looks for Art the Clown, but how do you feel about Terrifier the film? I think it's interesting that he's probably one of few clowns who he doesn't have any dialogue. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's interesting and obviously adds to the horror of him yeah. that he's never spoken. I don't know what's down there, you know, and uh, you don't know his thoughts. You don't know. Yeah. He has no catchphrases, nothing, mm -hmm. you know, so you almost don't even have like a personality, you know, um, and I do love the design. I like that it's this, you know, low budget thing that's kind of growing slowly. Yeah that you know has the potential to be a franchise mm -hmm. and but unfortunately i just thought the movie was so like this is the terrifier yeah that yeah. um apart from his design the movie was so basic and it kind yeah. of it really just upset and disappointed me because from the design of him i expected so much more yeah and it was just yeah like it's just so basic and they use that trope of you know just violence against women with yeah. no like purpose a bit mm. too much um and it was just it felt kind of like a student film almost okay you know for me yeah. that you're like it was just kind of it is very very gory so I mean yeah. if somebody is all up about all of, over for the gore they they want the gore yeah cool but yeah it just I needed more like I need more heart and like personality yeah like I, said, I like my I like meaty clowns and I like <laughs> meaty people <laughs> You know, I I like digging in the soul of somebody, you know, yeah. so I need somebody to have heart and I like a good, like, good plot, good characters and a good, um, I don't know, yeah, like, everything needs to be purposeful, you know? Yeah, yeah So unfortunately, yeah, it was, it was quite disappointing, but yeah. I, I do love the design of him. Yeah. I like Art the Clown. Yeah, I do. I'd be completely on the same level as you. Like, I, I think he looks great. I think it's terrifying looking, like, really terrifying looking. But the actual film itself is just very poor. <laughs> it was again kind of bad acting. Yeah. Like like a film, like as if students made the film. I really felt that way. The bad acting, the very poor dialogue and nonsensical, non-purposeful violence yeah. against women. Yeah. Not into you know, that at all. Unfortunately. But yeah. you know, I hope, like I have seen people talk that it has the potential yet to be a franchise and yeah. maybe we'll get better films leading on from this like and I hope so because yeah. I am really still waiting all the time for some yeah. really cool clown horror to come out that isn't going to disappoint me <laughs> yeah absolutely you know? um so before we go what is your favorite horror film I, I feel like I'm just disappointing all the horror fans listening to this right now just because I'm just so much more into yeah, like the 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 vampire stuff I yeah. can't pinpoint like a favorite vampire just going back to like 
this the thing that started it all even though it's not exactly horror it would be like interviewed vampire yeah but um i don't know i don't know here i am disappointing every single fan <laughs> i cannot i cannot for the life of me pick anything um yeah, yeah. we'll just go, we'll go with interview with a vampire yeah i mean it does have elements it, it is a horror you know it's based on a horror kind of creature and it has elements of horror in it like the bit that always freaked me out was when um claudia had the the corpse underneath her dolls on the bed that always freaked me out i saw this at four like four or five i remember it very clearly <laughs> um so thank you so much for coming on and being a part of this clown episode <laughs> so happy you asked me like what a way to spend your day i love it <laughs> So that was my chat there with Mellow Hex about clowns and clown movies and why we're so fucking freaked out by clowns. And we talk about two clown films. So that is 1988's Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Absolute cult classic. It's if you haven't seen it, you need to see it. Um, and 2012's Irish comedy, Irish horror comedy, Stitches Clown, um, starring Ross Noble as Stitches. A fantastic film. Um, so what did you think of this week's episode? Are you scared as fuck as clowns as well? Or are you a clown yourself and you want to come on and defend your way of life to me? I will have you on as long as you're not in clown makeup. I will be fine. Um, so get in touch with us over on Instagram or Facebook. That is What A Scream Podcast. On Twitter, what underscore scream. Uh, you can find us on Letterboxd as well. Where you can keep up with all the films that we are discussing. And you can find out what we're discussing in the future as well. So you can do a bit of a, a watch along. And so we won't be spoiling anything for you. Um, you can also email uh, whatascreenpodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to be a guest on the show, get in contact. If you would like me to be a guest on your show, maybe, get in contact with me. I am always up for some uh, post, what do they call it? You know where we do each other's shows, whatever that's called. I don't know, words fail me. Um, <laughs> so as always, I hope you are staying safe and staying horrific. Goodbye.